You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast. And we are so excited today because we have a very special guest. In fact, actually kind of two guests. We are here with Angelina Pivarnik from Jersey Shore Family Vacation. And yes, there's the fans. They've been waiting for you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us here in our Hollywood Life podcast studio. We're here with Gino Orlandini, our producer. And another good Italian boy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what I was about to say. Well, first of all, you are about to join Jersey Shore Family Vacation, a show that's been hugely popular with our Hollywood Life readers. You're going to be on MTV. We are seriously going to be tuning in. And you have brought another very special guest here that makes, and it's making Gino feel really good to have a man (laughs) in the room. Your fiance. Now, hopefully I pronounce his name right, but you correct me, Angelina. Okay. Chris Larangero. Yeah, Laren Jarrah. Yes, Jarrah. You, you, you almost had it. Yeah, I'm not very. My O, my A didn't get a, there. Okay, Laren <laughs> Jarrah. Welcome, also, Chris. So big week this week. I mean, aside from the fact there's going to be the weekend, we are going to see you surprise the guys, and especially somebody called the situation that you've got history with when you turn up. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. You it guys was- know each other. We do. <laughs> I think I. I mean, I think I know him, right? Uh, yeah, it was a it was a crazy experience, and just his face alone was great. Was so. worth was worth going back. It was it that was just worth it in itself. Do you <laughs> mean the swelling or his like reaction? His reaction, okay, and just everything else. So he op- How come he ended up opening the door? Because the guys wanted to prank him. Because the other guys knew. The they were in on knew, it. They yes. knew you were coming. How did exactly. you keep it from him, though? Like, this was legit a prank that he didn't know about. He, this wasn't some... It wasn't set up. I I mean, I think... Well, I mean, I don't know, but I know Paulie called me and told me to come. So, I mean, obviously, he didn't tell Mike, and he was the one he was pranking, so... And, yeah, and then I showed up. And, and why <laughs> were you... Why were you all in on doing this? Well, it's, it's been nine years, so... Wow. Hard can, to believe. Can we, before we get this, can we just give context for yes. anyone who didn't see the first initial seasons of Jersey Shore? Angelina, you were an original member of the cast, but it, the relationships in the house were like so toxic that you quit the show. Mm. And then the show went on to become this. I mean, you quit before it became this like global phenomenon and they were getting like. I don't know. I think at its peak, it was getting like 10 million viewers every week. It was a huge hit. Huge. It, was, it was the top show on TV, um, at least in the first few seasons of its run. Right. And you were there for the first season for how many episodes? I was on for the first season, I think two or three. And then the next season, like 10 out of 12. Oh, so you were there for a lot of the I second the, season. The second season, I was there up until um, the week of wrapping, actually. So, I, I mean, I could have I lasted, but I just... 
it was it was really Mike. He was just he kept going in on me, and it was a lot of just stuff I couldn't deal with. And he had he was going through a lot himself. Obviously, everybody knows now he was going through a drug problem. I didn't know it at the time, but. Uh, then I started to figure it out and um, that's figure it out while you were on the show or afterwards while I was on it. Uh, so I started to realize, like, this is not how somebody acts like there's no way that somebody acts like this. And then I started to realize and it was just so much for me and I couldn't take it anymore. Like I, I said to myself, like, what I deal with all of this in a real life situation with my friends down the shore, if I had a, a shore house with, you know, seven other people that were my friends, would I deal with them doing this? And I said, you know what? I wouldn't deal with this. So this means that I have to go. So did you feel like he was bullying you? I, I yes. Uh, I, I don't really like to say that word, but you got to say that word. I got to be real. Uh, I do feel like he was bullying me. He was fat shaming me. There was a lot of stuff going on, you know, just and putting for what? I don't understand. I've I seen mean, your pictures. Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, listen, I was 21 years old. I was a little, not, I would say a little plump. You know, I, I still had a little baby weight on me. young so young, young weight. And I didn't really go to the gym that much. Um, my, re my re recollection, though, is you gave as good as you got, though. And it was like you guys were going at each other. But you were so triggered by the interaction with him and just the whole vibe and the cameras and everything. It was just a lot for you. And it was so much. It was like, it seemed to me it was like multiple things that had you out the door. It was, it, when people watch it, like they think I'm some villain or whatever. I mean, listen, I'm a bitch, but, <laughs> and I like, listen, I like being a bitch. And That's what I wanted to get to. Cause it's not like you were sitting there passive, just getting bullied by Mike. You, no, the I was reason it was such a big deal is because you were not taking it. Exactly. But is that being a bitch? Like, how do you define no, being a bitch? The type, of, the type of person I am, and I'm always going to be this way. I'm never going to change for anybody. I would say I'm a bitch, but the reason why I would say it's called a bitch is because we don't take people's crap. Like, when you when you stick up for yourself and you're a little bitchy, but like, you know, it's women are, women are bitchy sometimes, right? Like, we all are. Let's face it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I tell it how it is and I'm very real. And one thing about me, I will tell you to your face how I feel about you and I don't care who you are. I'm going to say it just like it is. And I'm not, I'm not a sugar coder. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's being bitchy. Like if it was a guy doing that, they would just be uh, like Donald Trump, just call telling it like it is like, just like you said, well, you might, you'd be called an asshole probably, yeah, but it's the, maybe. Same, it's the same behavior. But there'd be a little just bit of respect. Just a different word. Versus, yeah. I feel like I'm the Donald Trump of Jersey Shore. What do you nice. guys think? <laughs> <laughs> All the way, baby. Not another ways but you fired yourself I was, a, just like donald trump tells it how it is like i watch him and i'm just like that is me because you know what in america like, he, he doesn't care who doesn't like him and i don't either you know like when you I got don't. when you got when they got those big contracts though i think they signed a new deal maybe season after you were off the show season three or four and suddenly they were getting paid real money it wasn't like reality show like technically getting a paycheck but suddenly they were worth a lot to the network and all signed big deals and we all know mike somehow blew all the money and didn't pay his taxes, but they did make, oh God. they did make a lot of money. Did you at that point when you saw the news, how much they were making? Cause I think they all got six figure deals like per episode, right? Mm -hmm. It was a lot of money. I look back at it and you know, at that time, even when I was young and I was watching it, I said, Oh gosh, like I did lose a lot of money. But at that particular point, when I did decide to leave, 
Um, I said to myself, money's not any, money's not anything right now. Like I have to leave for my own sanity. Like I was going through a lot in my head. I was depressed. I had anxiety problems in the house. Like, and I knew it was all coming out and I didn't want, you know, I, I just needed to take myself out of that situation and it was more healthier for me and it was healthier for my family. My mother, I would call her in the house crying and she would start crying. So I knew I had to take myself out. Um, you know, and that's what I had to do. I was young. I was, I was you know, I was immature too. Everybody was immature in the house. I mean, yeah, yeah I'd say so. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm just like some victim here. We, everybody did their own thing, you know? But you were so actually not, young. The guys right. were not young. They were all in their late 20s. Yeah. But right? so you don't have regrets then is what you're saying. I have regrets um, because I wasn't part of that family and I wasn't part of the money. But yeah, yeah, I do have regrets. But then when I look at my life and I look at how I went on to becoming an EMT and helping people for a living... That's what I really wanted to do. So I took that, you know, regret and I turned it into something positive. Yeah, that's in my fantastic. Life. Now, yeah. you also had some issues with Snooki, didn't you? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why you and Snooki go at it? Well, because I hooked up with Vinny and that was a really big deal for her. And she... Was that in season two? Yes. Okay. She liked Vinny and... I, it was a drunken night. It was one of my only drunken, crazy, 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 where I was blackout drunk, meaning like I always got drunk there, but I was blackout. And <laughs> so, so do you remember the hookup? <laughs> I, I'm going to be very real with you. And I'm like, I told you, I'm straight up. I don't even remember sleeping with him. Oh, I really? don't remember any of it. So you sure it happened? Was it caught on video? It was caught on video. <laughs> okay, That's the only reason proof. why I knew it happened. And you don't remember it all because wow. Snooki would always say that Vinny has a like legendary penis. You don't even remember. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be honest. Like if it was so huge, I would be like waking up the next morning. Like, it would be hurting down there, and it like wasn't. So oh, I was like, Vinny. okay, like. So maybe she was exaggerating. She's also a very small person. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, since she's so much smaller than me, she's maybe like she thinks it's so big, but I'm going to be real with you. It's not really. <laughs> do you get along with See, the, now we Vinny? have the real juice yeah. on uh, Vinny and his uh, package size. Now, you have spoken out, though, about the situation's package size. You didn't think it was <laughs> oh so God. big, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, uh, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go there. It was it, to him. It was a big deal, you know, that I said all that. And I did go into this season and he did say to me the reason why he blocked me and all these other things was because I did say that he had a small penis. <laughs> was that based on inspecting it or just like seeing his bulge at the gym or what was the how was your evaluation process? I don't know. Like I said, I was young. So maybe like my eye. I don't know because I was always drunk. Maybe my eyeballs weren't working. But I used to see him walking around our room in boxers and I didn't see much down there. So that's why I would say so that. You, you never saw him absolutely naked. Well, I, I saw like a little clip of like a little a little thing like oh, okay. of him running like. But it could have been a mirage or sort of like in passing that it was. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. But all I know is like, oh, I don't even want to talk about his penis because it's not even like. Are you? I don't even know. Are you ever worried that that Viacom has in their vault like basically all of these sex tapes of like all of you? You know what I mean? Like it's in the archives. Because obviously when the show aired, it's all like cut out or blurred or whatever. But the actual raw footage is over there in Times Square at the MTV offices. <laughs> Can it's I not, see it? It's not Can that I far from it? here. We could try go uh, and try and raid the vault. I would love to see everything. Like, I want to see if Vinny's penis is as big as they say. There's, the like, proof is over I, there. Yeah. Someone like, can, knows. Can somebody please get me the video, please? Because I want to see it. I want to see it, too. I want to see what the fuss is all about. Video's good. You know what? Vinny's going to be really happy to um, hear this. act. Well, actually, maybe not, because you're not quite so sure it's as big as how Snooki described it. Now, okay, so 
so you get to the door and Mike, the situation, his, it looks like his eyeballs pretty much pop out of his head. And he also, he called you dirty little hamster. And that was the insult that he used to use. And yep. can you tell us, for those who don't know the history of that, why he calls you Dirty Little Hamster? I have no idea. I still, to this day, I don't even know. <laughs> but we were getting into a fight, as usual, because that's all we did, me and him. And he just said it out of nowhere. And I'm just like, what? And then it just stuck. Like, it was just, I was the Dirty Little Hamster from that day forward. You and know, now you own it. Now I'm owning yeah. it. Listen, every, everybody out there, listen, I'm embracing it. I am a dirty little hamster and I love it. <laughs> Whatever that means. Mike is great Whatever. at branding. He's great. At, he's, he is like a like Trump a little bit, like you were saying. Like yeah. He's really good at making a nickname stick for himself and other people as well. Oh, and, and I'm the Staten Island dump too and I'm embracing that. <laughs> the Staten Island dump? Hell yeah, because you know what? I'm born and raised on Staten Island and I love that shit and I'm always going to be the Staten Island dump. I don't nice. care. You I'll hear embrace that? both of them. You hear that, Mike? <laughs> now, how do, you, how, how do you feel though now that he's facing, you know, he has gotten sober, he's got... An, and a fiance, we've met her. She's very nice. Have you met his fiance? No, but I think she is nice. I've heard. I've heard she's very nice. Yeah, she's nice. We met her. We liked her a lot. We approved. We gave the stamp of approval. And he's facing jail time. How do you feel about that? You know, I feel bad for him. I really do. Um, with all the other fighting and all that, I'll put that aside for, for this. And, you know, I would say I feel bad for the guy. I really do. I hope that he doesn't go to jail. But if he does, I mean, his he has got a, a great fiance. She's going to stand by his side. She'll be there when he gets out. And I don't know. I, I really, for his own sake, I really hope he doesn't go to jail. I feel like his jail's going to be fine for him. He's going to work out in the yard. He's going to make <laughs> friends. It'll be just like his normal life. They'll, be, they'll do laundry. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Well, I don't know. Maybe he can get on the laundry unit That's because you all have to do a <laughs> job It'll be GTL. there. Yeah. It'll be like, I got like, this. Well, I'm great at doing laundry. <laughs> Nothing I'll but take GTL. that. Yeah, the sun tanning might be a little bit of an issue. Yeah, no tanning. And he won't have his special supplements. But he doesn't work out as much as he used to. So I don't know if Does the gym tan laundry would be as good anymore. Could you see that in his body? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think everyone was a little, looking a little different than they did, right? Because it was nine years ago. Everyone yeah. was really young. Well, oh, pretty young, at least. Yeah. Ronnie I, was young. And Polly D and Mike are both older. They're both like in their mid-30s now, I think, right? But yeah, you, exactly. You and Ronnie and Sammy were all really young. And Snooki as well. Yeah, I mean, like, but Mike also, you got to think about relationships. Like, when you're in a happy relationship with somebody like Lauren, he's engaged. He doesn't really care. Like, the, the abs are not, like, what is... The most important exactly. thing. Exactly. So now it's like, you know, I'm in a relationship, so I'm good. Like, if I want to eat a cheesecake tonight, I can do it. You know what I mean? Well, they, so. li they like to work out together, though. Oh, that's nice. He yeah. was in good shape when he came here. Yeah. He had been working out a lot when I saw him. But that was a while ago, before you guys taped, I think. That's nice, he though. Was, it was like a year now, ago, Bonnie, maybe he, he was here? Yeah. No, it's a lot long. No, maybe eight nine months. Now, do you, what about you and Snooky? Like you guys have kind of gone out at because you had a bit of an issue over her lips. Oh, geez. How do her lips? I am never going to live this story yeah. down, am I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I gave her the information about where I got my lips done, and I felt like she just took the information and ran with it and didn't say, <laughs> you know, hey, uh, thank you. Even a tweet, even like, hey, like a, a heart emoji or like a, a smiling emoji, nothing. So I took that a little bit offensive, and I said to myself, wow, like, that's just how she's going to be. And I got upset and whatever. You thought and she, you, did, you, did you think she went too far? 
Right now, I mean, I think she looks good. She definitely lost weight. She's definitely looking good, better than years ago. Obviously, I'm looking better than years ago. We all got better with age, right? Exactly. We all do. Exactly. And you know what? If you want to get lip injections, go ahead. I get them. Everybody that I know gets them. Um, And, you know, she used the same doctor as me, so he's really good. So... You're very self-actualized about all this. Yeah, I just, I just, I say it how it is, and I like, I like stuff like that, like the Botox and all that, because women, as you age, you have to keep maintain the way you look. Right. So it's yes. Maintenance. It's all right. maintenance, right, Bonnie? It is. It really exactly. is. Exactly. But I mean, you're still so young. I don't know if you need Botox. I. So no. it's all about preven- mother, prevention, right? I, it's all about pre- yeah, preventative. Once so it's you don't there, get the you lines. can't do anything about it, really. I, I don't want any wrinkles, so I'm starting now, so I don't get wrinkles when I'm like, you know. Stay out of the sun. Yeah, but what about That's the, the tanning? Key thing. I don't yeah. really go tanning. I'm so white. When my fiance and me go on vacation, he gets like black as hell. I'm like, what the hell? I can never, ever, ever get tan. I get red, and then it just like peels off. You look pretty tan right now, though. Yeah, because I went spray tanning. Oh, but that's, that, that's okay, though. That, that that's, it's, doesn't yeah. need to be wrinkles. I'm cheating with spray tanning. Well, good. Works, stick, stick to that. Yeah. Okay, so can you give us some like little uh, tidbits about how how your your new stay in the house went? What can we look forward to? Uh, drama, oh. definitely drama. Um, Who did you get into it with? Jay Wow. Really? Yep. Okay. And what happened? I had, had was this stemming from past issues with Jay Wow? It was. It was a lot of past things that I guess she was holding on to for years and grudges. Yes. And then when I was there and she showed up and she saw I was in the house, she was not happy. Oh, she didn't know either? No. Wow. Did did all this stem from you guys knowing each other before the show? Because some of the cast members. I didn't know her before the show. Did you know Mike or anyone? I knew Mike and I knew Vinny. Those were the only two. Yeah. Yeah. So there was already like a standing issue between you and Mike before you guys were roommates in the show? No. I mean, me and Mike were cool before the show. That's why when when I started filming with him, I don't understand where this like change came from. I was like, what? Like he used to just talk down to me and I'm like, what? You guys had hooked up though, right? Wasn't that what happened? Well, we kissed each other, but he was trying to say that I had sex with him, but I never I never had sex with Mike. Do you think the issue is that he really wanted to hook up with you? I think so. And that he feels rejected. I think think back then he wanted to hook up with me and he felt a little uh, rejected. And he also saw that I was like bagging a lot of guys and he wasn't bagging as many chicks. So like Uh, it was like competitive. They were very competitive. Like they would go out every night trying to bring home someone. It would work a lot of the time. I mean, it would always work for Polly if he wanted it. But Polly weirdly was always like, nah, he would pass a lot. Yeah. Girls would want to come home with Paulie and he would be picky but Mike was like anywhere anyone who would jump into <laughs> anyone. his arm he anyone. literally literally like a, like a little mouse on the floor anybody who a would, hamster a hamster <laughs> there you go he's are prowling and, the bar at closing yeah. for like exactly. wounded soldiers I, I just there was a lot of times where I would see him getting rejected and I was just sitting in the, in the bed like laughing like because <laughs> I was like in the bed next to him and I'm like mm. like I couldn't like I couldn't help myself because I was so mad at him for all the stuff he was saying and doing to me so I mean, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't he know. So maybe routine. it was like thwarted sexual. I feel like um, maybe yeah energy. That- I feel like even if you're a guy, this is how I feel. You're a guy or a girl. If you're hooking, it's like this thing. Like guys could hook up with girls, and they don't. They're not called a whore or whatever. But when a girl does it, then you're called a whore. I don't feel like that's even how it should be. I feel no, like of course it not. should be. You know what? But I was on the Smash scoreboard. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was changed. That's changing though. And well, yeah, no, I was, and I was, I was wrecking the guys. Like they were like, yes, like my the lines were like crossed off and everything. They're like, how many guys this girl gonna? Even during the day, they were like, we gotta amp up our game because this girl's bringing home guys <laughs> during like the you day. Could totally, you could totally <laughs> like, beat them. Yeah, because guys are always down to come home. Yeah, right. It's like exactly. a little. You have a little advantage. Like Mike has to be a little bit smooth, and he was on drugs, so it makes you a little bit less smooth, right? Yeah. Now, on in terms of like how people have changed, who has changed the most from the early days. I would say Mike. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I would say say Mike, 100%. When when I seen him and then he ran, and then when I actually (laughs) got to say hi to him in the house, I was like... Are you? Who are you? Like, where is Mike? Because I was expecting the same Mike, yeah. and it, he's totally changed now. Do you feel like it's rehab because he had to go through making amends and being better to people, and he was being very, or un- maybe he's just different because he's not on drugs? That's what I mean. That's what I think it was, and I think that him, like you said, going through rehab and everything. Like my sister deals with still to this day a drug problem. Like it's been going on and on and on in my family for eight years, so she's still doing it now. As wow. and we we don't know what to do, and being in that situation as far like my. Sister Sister does it, so I know like what his family must have been going through, or what he's going through, because it's crazy. Like it's probably really hard. It is yeah. really hard. I mean, I see what my sister's going through. It's not easy. So for him to actually like go out of that and like be positive and and be better, like good for him, you know. Do you think? And Mark- so it, it really affects his person. He, he had a different personality. Totally then. different. I mean, it's night and day right now. Do you think he was affected? Because I don't know whether or not Mike was doing this, but it seems like a lot of. I know that some of the culture in in Jersey and sometimes Staten Island of like, you know, gym tan laundry and having be, being juicy as fucking tan and all that <laughs> stuff. There's is a kind of I know some I have some friends who are very into this culture and through like bodybuilding and steroids are a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Huge part of it. Huge it's part. Very mainstream at a lot of these gyms where a lot of the guys go to. I don't know what Mike was up to, but a lot of times for guys that can be kind of a gateway. Because you're pushing your body with steroids. Or that can also affect your personality yes. and your behavior. Yeah, roid rage. Yeah. There you go. Yes. That's another thing Makes that Makes you could, unstable. And- exactly. So he was maybe fighting with me because of the roid rage. Who knows? I mean, at least now he's a totally different person. I don't have to deal with him fighting with me anymore because, oh my God, it was just too much. But no, he's like he's like a freaking, like a nun right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Like, where yeah. is Mike? I was like, I know Mike's there. Like, where where's the real Mike? But no, I mean... It's amazing. It's like totally different. I think for him, it's better to not oh, have yeah. the abs well, and not have on the, you know, on the roids and everything. Like you're not going to have abs if you go off well, the roids. Especially if but... he's going to go into jail. You know, you don't want to be having roid rage in jail. Well, exactly. Or, or I, don't can, I don't even think you could do steroids. I mean, you could no. probably get it, but like, so but you don't hard. have to go no, through so withdrawal. Now, let's yeah. just let's talk about you and your your engagement. Now, this is your third engagement. It is. Okay. Is this going to stick? Third Chris, time's a charm. Is it going to stick? <laughs> He said he hopes so. I I definitely think so. We've known each other for 14 years, so it's totally different. I mean, I knew my ex-fiance, too, for a while, but 
Uh, he was in it for different motives. I found out he was lying a lot to me. Um, That's his, no good. his mom was just such a, like she was so hard to deal with. His mom is, is so pleasant and she's so down to earth and she's crazy like me. So like we get along so well. And his whole family is so nice. He's got a really big Italian family. So that's awesome because I don't have a big Italian family. So, you know, his family always has big events and stuff like that. So I can go to those events and I feel like I'm part of his family, which is great. That's and amazing. I guess that's like a very Staten Island thing to have big Italian families. Yeah. So, so your family's just small? My family's small. Yeah. I mean, and some of my family, don't, they don't talk to each other, oh, which is kind of, it's dysfunctional in my family. I got to be real. And, uh, you know, my sister's drug problem, that doesn't add any goodness to it. So, I mean, that's a problem. But yeah, his family just, it's its like during the holidays, instead of me having to deal with that dysfunction, I go to his family and it's just so much like better and so nice and just free. Right, you normal know? and fun. Normal and, and fun and just like everybody's down there and his cousins are all his age. So like they all have kids and like they got little kids running around. So it's cute. And we play with the kids and everything. So so why, how come it took you guys 14 years to get together and get to this point? I don't know, Chris, you tell me, you know, he said that I always had boyfriends and then he always like, I don't know, you had girlfriends too. It's, it's funny how many people end up, you know, you meet someone who you end up with. And did you meet in school? Early in life. No, we just met because he actually was hooking up with a friend of mine. Oh. And then I had a boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, so we met like that. You always hear this though, right? People circle back to each other, someone who they actually had a real bond with. When they actually want to settle down for real, they find someone who they had a real connection with, friend, like in a friendship way, something that was more lasting than like, I met you in a club, you were hot, we smashed. Like, <laughs> that isn't always the most, the recipe for the, it's recipe for fun yeah, for at the, the shore. One night, yeah. But maybe not for like the lifetime, right? I know. You I guys know. have a little bit of something more, right? Exactly. Something okay, so he was going out with a friend of yours. And then I had a boyfriend and we all hung out at the same place. And then I was like, which friend did you date of mine? Because I don't remember. And we still can't remember to this day. I'm like, which one? Was it Michelle? Was it Christina? <laughs> He's like, no, I think her name was, what was her name? Jenna. I don't even, I didn't have a friend named Jenna back then. Oh, we've, like, a, we've got a Jenna here. Maybe you did. Jenna, Jenna Lemon here. Shelley. Oh my gosh. Was it Jenna was it or Jenna? Oh our Jenna? Gosh. Yeah. She is, isn't she from uh, Staten Island? Is she? Yeah, she's from New Jersey. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe it's Hollywood Life Jenna. Oh my God, Jenna. Oh my God. Chris, let me find out. Let me meet her. But yeah, um, that, I don't know. Like, it was crazy. But yeah, you're right. You're totally right. When sometimes it just, it just happens. Like, it works, it works. Like, later on in life. Well, so how did you guys circle back to each other? So me and my fiance, we were breaking up. Uh, a lot of bad things were going on with me and him. And how long were you engaged to him for? I was engaged in what September, and we broke off in January this so year. Last year. Oh, last year. It okay. was this it month. Was, it was yeah. unreal. My engagement party was so big; it was like a wedding. All everybody came. It was beautiful, and everyone's like, "Why didn't you just get married?" Thank God, I didn't get married. I so like dodged a bullet. Like a huge bullet. Was there infidelity? How, Is that why? There was a lot of things going on. Yeah, he was talking to his ex girlfriend of five years behind my back. Whoa. Yeah. So, but why would he get engaged if he's talking to his ex? I don't know. But then it started to get from that. Like he started to say, "Oh, are you talking to guys?" And then it started. He spit in my face three <gasps> times. You don't even know. Like I went through hell. So I wasn't good in two thousand. I say two thousand seventeen was not a good year for me. How long were you together? Like, how did you know him? I knew him from like other people. We used to hang out at the clubs years ago with like a whole group of people like Jonathan Peters, like all the clubs mm -hmm. here in the city. Yeah, yeah. We used to go to like, I don't know, what's that club that was, uh, it, it was a church. Um, oh, I know. The Limelight. One. Limelight. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to go there and all that other stuff. But 
you know, he just wasn't for me. And you know what? I, I well, wish yeah, it- I would say someone who spits in your face, cheats is um, like cheating, sort of cheating with their, his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. I would say that wouldn't be for you but then or for me- anyone. Exactly. And then me- meanwhile, he was like, you're definitely talking to a million guys. Meanwhile, the same guys that I know and I talk to now are the same guys I talk to while I'm with him. And he has no problem with it because I introduced him to them. So it's like the whole time he kept saying, oh, I know you're going to bang that guy. But like it was, he was mentally not okay. You're projecting too, and- Right. He's doing it, so he's accusing exactly. you because he's like, I would do this. Mm-hmm. I would be so you I'd must be, be all, all those girls. You must also be doing what I'm doing, right? Exactly. This is very common when people are cheating, is they accuse you mm-hmm. because they're that kind of person. So they start thinking, You're also that kind of person. Exactly. Right? And then I saw his ex um during the summer and she said, If I showed you my phone, you would you would be upset. <gasps> so there was a lot of I didn't know he was talking to her the whole time, and she was upset with me because she didn't get a ring, and I got a ring from him after three months, and she didn't get one for five years. So she wanted to fight me every time down the Jersey Shore and I was like the Jersey Shore is my my like my home with like even off camera like I don't want these problems with this girl she's crazy so I literally well, had crazy to, like, to still be talking to him it, it was insane and knowing that he gave me the ring I would never talk to a guy again especially if I'm with him for five years and then you're with another girl you get the the other girl gets the ring it was it was just so insane and his mom on top of that was the worst the worst the worst and she used to date Michael Grimm why why was his <laughs> what what was with his mom she would get involved she would come downstairs because we were living in the apartment downstairs from her house thought it was a good idea at the time because he was like we're going to buy over the house lied and lied and lied she was never moving out so he just made it like it was going to be some great situation and every time I'd fight with her son which was always him bringing up the cheating stuff with me um, she would come downstairs and get involved and then the, the day before the engagement party she said well you have to sign a prenup I'm like a prenup what are you talking like where is this coming from and then she tried to um stop the engagement party when we paid for it angelina i have to i have to say she's crazy you come off as very likable in person and you were kind of you were really painted as at least in the editing you know they can twist things a little bit on these reality shows you came off as a bit of the villain on season one and a little bit on season two when you left and you're so likable in person though do you think your arc on the new season is going to be different you'll be portrayed in a different light I am only praying. <laughs> I really hope so. But you know what? Um, a lot of my friends are like, hey, if they want to look at you as the villain, just run with it. You know what I mean? Just take it. It is what it is. I mean, I did look like the villain years ago. You're right. And everyone thinks I am still to this day. Now, you're an EMT, which is pretty incredible. So how did, first of all, like what kind of situation? Talk about situations. Situations <laughs> do you get in? Like, what are the kind of things that you're doing as an EMT? Well, a lot of it for the first, you know, first part is mm, a lot of drug overdoses. So when I wow. go to these kind of calls, it hits home for me because of what is going on with my sister at the moment. So I always say, like, I hope it's not going to be her because she is on Staten Island and she is doing very bad and she's living with a guy that she shouldn't be living with and whatnot. So I always like I have to look at what the address is because I'm getting nervous. Um, a lot of overdoses. So you that, save a lot of people who've been over who've OD'd. Yes. Are you using that pen? Narcan. Narcan. Yeah. If yeah. you don't use that, it's not. I mean, the person could be dead. Like so, this it, is it's a opioid. It's this crazy. is opioid. It's a, yeah, it's a, overdoses. It's, when people are in these overdoses, they're nodded off. They're not breathing. They're basically almost dead. And you yeah. can give them a shot with this pen, and they come right out of it. It's insane. Yeah. It's so insane. But like now. 
um, they're taking people are taking like elephant tranquilizer. So it's they're actually we're gonna we're using more of the Narcan and it's taking longer for them to wake up. So instead of it being like maybe five to like six minutes to wake up, it's taking like 10, 15 and it's like, are they ever gonna wake up? And then if you don't wake up and we don't ca- like go there in time, like if they don't somebody doesn't find them in time and you know, we don't get the call, um, they could be brain dead by the time we get yeah. there. You know what I mean? They're and not then, breathing. Exactly. Right? They're, they're alive, but they're not they're, it makes your breathing so shallow, right? It or does. Like it, it suppresses. Are you? And I've heard that people are having to use like two, three, even four of these shots now because they're using. It's not heroin anymore. It's something worse, right? Yeah. What well, is it? The fentanyl. The fentanyl. fentanyl yes. Yeah. It's what's like two, like two grains of salt. Like that much could kill you. It's, exactly. And it's that Staten Island is an epidemic there, so it's very bad there. I mean, everywhere it's really bad, but Staten Island is like the worst borough right now for this. So, and and now like the mayor is opening up that whole, what do you call that? The injecting places where yeah. they could actually do the, the uh, heroin inside of facility. Oh, I see. So that, that if something happens, they can be saved. Yeah, but they could be saved. I mean, but then they're always going to call EMS anyway. Because, so we're going to have to keep going to these places and saving and bringing them to the hospital anyway. Because once you overdose, you have to go to the hospital. You, you got to get checked right. out. Like, this is a national epidemic. I well, mean, it it's is. touched your family. It's touched my family. I mean, how did it touch your family? Mike. Um, uh, so I wouldn't want to say exactly who, but someone in my very close family, um, you know, got hooked like everyone else with painkillers and escalated from there. And this is just how it goes. You get it prescribed for it used to be you get it prescribed for something legitimate. They used to give it for back pain. They don't do that anymore. But now it's out there on the street and people are getting hooked and it doesn't take much. And you, no. inspire, you start you go from taking the pills to smoking it to eventually ejecting it. And right. It's it's this whole country. It's sad. It what really do we, I mean, a lot of people object to you know, the injection centers or to the, the Narcan, because it's almost, they feel like this is just letting people continue in this cycle, but exactly. it's so you, but you want to save them, right? It's this catch 22. Well, yeah. yeah, of course it's our humanity. We want to save people. And these people are, they have loved ones. Now, what else, uh, aside from drug overdoses, like, do you go to fires? Do you go to car accidents? Everything, every single thing you just mentioned, we go to, we go to cardiac arrests. Um, a lot of, you know, sometimes cardiac arrest will be where I get there and the person is dead. So they've been dead for a long time, but it comes over as cardiac arrest. And we're thinking that we're going to have to do CPR, but then we have to pronounce the person dead because they've been at, down for a while. Um, sometimes they even go to bodies that have been there decomposed for weeks. Ooh. It's the worst. I it's bet. The worst. What does that smell like? Ooh. I can't even describe it to you. It's so bad. It's just the, I can't even tell you. I can't like Do you put that it. stuff in your nose to block the scent or no? Some cops. <laughs> I'm co- getting really detailed here. Some cops that I know, they put like Starburst up their nose. I'm like, oh. I, never, I don't know. But then Vaseline is a big right. thing. Um, just Febreze. Any kind of spray that you could bring with you is definitely something that you need to because it's, you don't know what's out there. How did you, you a- you've seen some very gruesome things. And, you know, I don't think people who, watch uh, Jersey Shore or Jersey Shore Family Vacation would think about Angelina <laughs> facing this. It's, I mean, that it's takes not a lot of courage and how, stomach. Yeah, how did you get away from this to do the show? It was just... So I was I was granted the time off because I have time off from work. So I, I asked for it. They gave it to me. And um, yeah, I mean... Do I want to do this forever? Um, probably not because I can't deal with it forever. It, it's starting to... It, I'm two years in with... The yeah. I don't want to say I can't say it, but I've been an EMT altogether six years, but two years in right now somewhere else that I'm I'm working, but 
yeah, I just, it's a lot for me. So it's a lot for my mental, like, like the overdoses really gets to me. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing it forever, but I did want to do it to give back to the community and give back to the world. And that's why I really did it. And who knows if I'm going to do it forever. Um, I do have a cup. Do you have a heartwarming story of somebody that you saved and a cat up a tree, something light? (laughs) Yeah. A cat on the tree. Yeah. I I wish it was a cat. I I love my cat. I have a cat Mm -hmm. at home. Uh, I just like, I like old people when I get like the old person call and like, they just want somebody to speak to and like they're having a bad day and like we'll go there sometimes we're therapists you know what I mean and we go there and we check their vitals and we make sure that they're good and if they have to go to the hospital they have to come with us but they just like grab my hand and say like thank you so much for being here like that to me is like amazing because then I just to me I saved that person's life that day even if they were still they were okay you get what I'm saying like I made a person's day yeah so So I hope that the other cast members appreciate what you do I don't know. No. <laughs> J-Rod really doesn't sound like she does. Your, no. your, your fiancé, Chris, just rolled his eyes. Well, I mean, she did call me an opportunist. So J-Wow? Yes. When she said that, that really struck me because how am I an opportunist? You know what I mean? I have not been living off the show for this many years like right. she has. In reality, she if you think about it, she's been living off the show for, for a long time. What would you, you call away. What would you call her? I mean, she, listen, she's she's a businesswoman, you know, good for her that she's making the money off Jersey Shore. But I I didn't take that route. Obviously, I left right. on my own, but I decided to not go ahead and be like a makeup artist or anything like that. I went and went to save lives. Yeah. So if you're going to look at me and call me an opportunist, that's really wrong in my in my uh, in my head. It, but if everybody out there is going to think that. Who shouldn't we all be opportunists, though? Shouldn't we all take advantage of opportunities that are presented to us? I mean, exactly. Being an adult is hard. If someone hands you a Life TV contract, hard. let's take that money. You, speaking of, did you get your money finally for the season? Did you get paid a little something? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, when is your wedding? Um, well, we're starting to actually tomorrow. We're supposed to go to a wedding hall called Park Chateau, which I really, really, really like. Hopefully, they're going to do like a, an amazing job. Hopefully, they're going to do the right thing by us. So shout out okay. to them. And we're going to see. We're going to see if they're, if it's great for us. I mean, he hasn't even looked at one hall with me yet, obviously. We haven't had any time. So we're going to start doing that now. We, and, and do you have a date? We don't. Probably what, next year we're thinking about? I mean, it's hard. We want to get a house too. Like we're looking at houses. So we're looking at houses and we're looking at places to get married. So it's a lot of work thinking about that. Just to do those two things are crazy. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Plus this, and then my job, and then it's, it's I'm very busy. I, yeah, you sound really busy. So, and but do you want um, like in terms of a wedding? Do you want like a big traditional wedding? See, his family's big. Mine isn't. Um, I would have more friends there than family. I just want something kind of like intimate, where it's like his family could come and then like I'll have my friends and some of my family there. Obviously, I, I want. I don't want it to be huge though. No. It's not going to be like the royal wedding. No, that was beautiful, by the way. I was crying. I was crying. So was I. All morning. 
I was too. I thought it was so gorgeous. Well, listen, you've got to come once you know when the wedding is, you've got to come back, you and Chris, and give us all the details. Definitely. And so everybody tune in to Jersey Shore Family Vacation on MTV, May 24th at 8 p.m. And you are going to see the return oh, of Angelina Pivarnik. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming Thank you. by.